Hey kids, it's your buddy Peter. It is August 4th and I'm right in the middle of uh, editing episode 44 of Scotch and Good Conversation. I figured I'd get on the mic for a second and uh, talk to you before things get uh, rolling. First thing, uh, the sound on this sucks. I'm sorry. Uh, I've been sick and our computer's just being a dickhead. Uh, we are working on it and I appreciate a uh, couple emails that I got. Let me know what's up and I uh, promise you uh, we're going to figure it out so uh, stick with me. Second thing and more importantly than that uh, our guest on this episode is uh, Kyle from the band Panther Camp and he does a show promotion here in town with the band North Korea and we uh, we talk a lot about his new record that's coming out and they are going to have an album release party for the band next weekend next Saturday August 13th write it down and be there uh, it's at Will's Pub they're playing with a whole lot of Florida local cool great bands. Uh, Abandoned the Midwest. They're a Florida pop punk band. They're playing with Look Mexico, another great Florida band. A uh, local garage band, Sensation, who you should vote for in the uh, Orlando Weekly as uh, best band, best soul band. Uh, the Shabooms and the amazingly talented Mr. Mike Dunn will be playing. And if that's not enough, if that's not enough reason to support local music and to go out on a Saturday night and do something cool, there's also going to be a pizza, pizza party, cool pizza party uh, from uh, Pizzerina Bruno, who are just a dynamite, amazing pizza place. So mark it down your calendar. I'll be there. If you see me, stop by and say hi. And uh, uh, hey, in the show notes, I'm going to put a link to where you can get the album early and that will get you in the show for eight bucks. I think it's normally 10. So support local music because that's really, really important. And the other thing, and I promise I'm going to stop talking about this, except for maybe I'll, I'll say thank you at some point in the next couple of weeks. If you haven't done it yet, I'd really appreciate it if you went over to the Orlando Weekly and voted for us as the uh, best Orlando podcast. We technically might not be the biggest. We might not be the most organized. We might not even be the best, but I'd like to think we have the most soul and the most heart. And we do interview local Orlando people right now, like people who we think are important and bring something to our community. So I'll put a, a link in the show notes. Uh, go there. I think it's under um, uh, local color, I think, uh, and vote for us. That would that would uh, help us out immensely, get, help us get some sponsors and make the show better and bigger and continue to bring something colorful and talk to interesting Orlando people. A second thing, while we're talking about the Orlando Weekly, I would love it if you would support my sponsors. Uh, Bama Pema Vintage is up for Best Vintage, and they do vintage menswear. And I don't think anybody in the area just does vintage menswear. So vote for them. And, of course, Red Light, Red Light, our favorite bar in the entire world. They're a great sponsor, and they definitely deserve to win. Uh, I believe they're up for Best Brew Pub. They brew amazing, delicious beer. They're up for Best Craft Beer and they uh, Bar, and they are owned by local people. They are local. They're not tied with any huge corporation. And I think they're up for Best Bar also. So vote for them. I'll put a link in the show notes. I'll put a link on my Facebook. I'll put a link on Twitter. If you come up and ask me, I'll handwrite you a link. Uh, it would help us out a lot, and it uh, would help our sponsors out. I want to thank Kyle for coming in. I want to thank you guys for listening. You guys have a terrific weekend. Uh, here is our newest episode of Scotch and Good Conversation. Take care. Peace. Bye-bye.
Thank you so much for checking out episode 44 of Scotch and Good Conversation. I am your host, Peter. We are a weekly interview, hangout, day drinking podcast type thing. We get together with uh, usually local Orlando people and we talk and, and we have a couple beers. And from time to time, it actually becomes interesting and amusing. And, uh, and that's a good time. If it's your first time listening, hey, thanks for checking us out. If you like what you hear, you can go over to scotchandgoodconversation.com and check out all our, our uh, other 43 episodes. You can find us on iTunes. I think we're on Stitcher. We may not be. I'm not sure. I haven't checked in a while. If you'd like to get involved, uh, if you'd like to be a guest, if you know somebody who wants to be a guest, you got a question, you got a comment, you have a concern, you're feeling lonely, you want to talk, uh, give me a scream. Uh, 407-965-5557. That's 407-965-777. You can also email us at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, we're also uh, up for... The Orlando Weekly Best of 2016 uh, um, uh, Best Podcast. I guess that's the word we're, we're up for. I, are we the best podcast? Probably not. There's one or two really big ones locally. Tom and Dan, I'm looking at you. Um, and just about anybody over at the Podcast Mafia is also probably really, really, really worthy of this. But throw us a vote anyway. It would make us smile and help us with future advertisers and stuff like that. Speaking of future advertisers and advertisers, we are uh, uh, brought to you in part by Red Light Red Light Beer Parlor. Uh, they are also in, up in the running for the Orlando Weekly Best of uh, 2016. Why? Because they're very, very good at what they do. They're for Best Bar, which I think clearly they might be. They're definitely up there for Best Craft Beer Bar, and they actually brew, so they're up there for the Best Brewery Tap Room. Um, here's why you should vote them, because all those three things, just click their name in there. Uh, they're locally owned. They're not a big giant corporation like World of Beer or any of those other. They're locally owned by two guys here in town. They make beer on the premise and it's really fucking good. They have uh, 28 taps and two, 24 taps. 24 taps. They have a lot of taps and uh, two gravity taps, two traditional handles. They have about 300 different kinds of beer. Like I said, they're local. They're, they are Orlando. They've been in Orlando for 10 years. Recently, they were uh, uh, listed as one of the top 100 beer bars in the United States. If you haven't been to Red Light and you live in Orlando, do yourself a favor, go over there. Uh, they're in the Audubon Park District. If you're coming into town, I know a couple people have emailed me and said they're coming into town. Uh, do yourself a favor again. Don't go, I mean, go to Disney, do that. Go to SeaWorld, do all the crap. But uh, come down into real Orlando. Come down to the Audubon Park area and get yourself a beer. And send me a message. I'll meet you up there. I'll buy you a beer if you go by. If you do go in, please tell them that I sent you. Tell them Scotch and Good Conversation sent you over there because uh, they're good at what they do. We love them. Thank you, Red Light. Red Light. They're located at uh, 2810 Green Drive in Orlando in the beautiful Audubon Park section. Uh, go by and see them. Tell them we sent you. That's all the uh, important uh, business. Today's guest, Mr. Kyle Roy Raker. Raker? Yes, Raker. Raker. Baker with an R. Okay. And uh, you, you've listened, right? You said you've yes, listened a little bit? Mm -hmm. You have an excellent broadcast quality voice. You, you, you sound better than anybody I've ever I'm sure when I listen to it, I'm going to hate my voice. No, you sound like <laughs> manly. And, uh, yeah, uh, yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. No, and that's a, Kyle. No, cool. That's uh, me. So usually I try to figure out where we've met, and I don't think we've met, but I'm absolutely sure that we've been in the same room because we kind of run in the same groups, and I think mm -hmm. we know a lot of the same people. 
Uh, so thanks for coming in. Thanks for letting my dog bark at you. She calmed down. She's right here. I told you that would happen. Um, <laughs> and we're going to jump right into it. Okay. These are three things that I think I know about you. Okay. And they may or may not right be be right. And if they're wrong, I'm going to just whip my, my research team. If they're wrong, I'll lie and say that they're true. Good. All right. You killed a guy once, like a hobo in Mexico in the desert, right? No, that one is not true. Okay. That's just, that wasn't Only one. because this is being recorded. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't one of them. I just <laughs> made that up. Number one thing is uh, you, uh, you do a show promotion with, uh, uh, and I wrote it out phonetically. I'm going to blow it. Tell your your your, uh, your North Korea. North Korea. Thank you. It's yes. all one grippy word, and I'm afraid of words. Mm -hmm. Words scare me. Uh, so I wrote it out, but it, I I knew I'd blow it because you got here and it made me nervous. What is that? Tell tell me all about uh, North Korea. Um, that is uh, basically the title of the company under which I book and promote shows. Um, a little over five years ago, my buddy Bradley Ryan came to me and said, "Hey, let's book shows together." I said, "Okay," and he said, "It's going to be called North Korea." I said, "Okay." Uh, to this day, I don't know what that. You means. didn't even like run a Google search. No, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> All right, that's interesting. I hope it's not anything evil. No, I think we just. I think it's just. <laughs> just sounds cool. It sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, uh, he moved, and I kept the name. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you're just you, and you've been doing it for five years, and you have a background in that a little bit, anyway. Yeah, I oh. had uh, done it prior to working with him and doing that. I know you've booked some serious shows. Uh, you, what did I write down? You did Boogie Down Productions, the KRS-One. Yes. That, did you meet KRS-One? Uh, you know, he isn't really there until he performs. It just kind of shows up, magically uh, his, comes out of the smoke. His and wife shows up and she's there and she's awesome. Uh -huh. um, but pretty much she comes in, gets everything, you know, make sure everything's copacetic, everything's ready to go. Yeah. They take off, he's at the hotel room. And then when it's time for him to perform, he just shows up and kills it. And I, I, I can't believe I, I've missed it because he's played twice. the back booth twice. Twice. And recently, that was like in March. Does that sound right? Uh, sounds right enough. I, I can't believe I, I missed it because that's like high school for me. Like yeah. I, I don't know how I, I, other than I'm old and I don't like to go downtown anymore. So I just have people <laughs> come in here and tell me about things. Yeah. Uh, and I know you're, you're doing a couple shows. The one that stood out for me is... Uh, uh, September 11th, which is going to be out way before, and we'll put links to all these in the show notes. Mm -hmm. uh, you're doing the Queers, the Ataris, your band, Panther Camp. Is there another band, or is it just you three? As of now, it's just those three. That's that's a really, really, really good lineup. It's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which leads me to the next thing. Uh, you have a band called Panther Camp. Correct. Uh, tell me about that. What, what's, what's, what's Panther Camp? <laughs> uh, Panther Camp is a band I started with uh, one of my best friends, uh, Jason Smith. We know that dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He mows your grass, right? Oh, God, you, you blew up his spot on my yeah. thing. <laughs> We're advertising for Smith Pro Lawn. Smith Pro Lawn. <laughs> they're, they're, they're good at what they do, man. You yeah. know, he's a hell of a front man and uh, equally as good at mowing lawns. He's fun to uh, he's fun to watch. He's fun to be on stage. He with. really is just a ball of dynamite on stage. Mm -hmm. and, and, I mean, he's a ball of dynamite anyway. He's <laughs> he, I, he talks fast and quickly and uses his hands a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, he brings all that to the stage in a Hawaiian shirt. With lots of tattoos, where he usually takes his shirt off, I think at some point, and <laughs> that, that occurs. Walks around in the crowd. No, that that'll be good. Uh, we were talking earlier. I saw you open up for Diarrhea Planet, mm -hmm. which is such a great band, but such a bad, bad band name. Oh, it's horrible. The first <laughs> the first time I booked them, it was on Halloween, uh -huh. and Halloween people pretty much have like plans in mind as to what they're going to do for the night. Yeah. So I printed up. 200 free tickets and I couldn't give them away because I'm like hey do you want a free ticket for the show and they're like what is it 
diarrhea planet. I'm sorry. I'm and, sorry. I said and that. <laughs> people are just like, I, why would I want to get that just for sounds diarrhea? Horrible. Yeah. Um, but they kill it. They're amazing. To they've, watch. Got, they've got like five guitars, right? Uh, four guitar players, a bass player, a drummer, and, and they're all equally as over the top talented. Yeah, they're all shredders. Silly, sure. uh, playing up on the neck and mm-hmm. twisting the, the, the guitar tricks, or they flip the guitar around the back, and yeah, they're, yeah, it's crazy. They're they're from Nashville. I think they're all kind of like studio musicians and they started the band as a joke and then it kind of grew its own uh, life they're, they're kind of like uh cheap trick meets uh what was that band that came out in the 90s i believe in a thing called love why am i not able to think of that name loudness either? was no it wasn't loudness that was a that the was darkness a, the darkness yes yeah they're kind of like that meets cheap trick with sort of mild beach boys harmonies going on yeah and, they'll and, have Three and four part guitar harmonies going on over vocal harmonies Pop going on over everything. God, it was good. And I mean, like I said, I don't go out much anymore. And then the last time I saw them was like two years ago, maybe even more than that. But God, they were good. And so you book that band. You bring in some serious like acts in, into the Orlando area. So thank you. I, uh, there was there was there was a loss of that for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> it, it happens, man. Yeah, um, it's cyclical. Which brings us to to uh, well, we're talking about Panther Camp. Uh, you have an album release party coming out, and this should come out two weeks from today. This is like the twenty fifth, I think. I don't know. Yeah, the twenty fifth, uh, August thirteenth, at uh, don't tell me at Back Booth, right? No, no, at Will's. Correct. At uh, Will's Pub, uh, you're playing your album release party with uh, Look Mexico. They're at Gainesville. Uh, Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Uh, the Shabooms. Oh, we love the Shabooms. Yes. And uh, very talented young Mr. Mike Dunn. Yes, and uh, Abandoned and the Midwest else. is also playing. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's the name of the band? Abandoned the Midwest. Uh, yeah, I, I saw it's not a band in the Midwest. No, it's, it's Abandoned the Midwest. Midwest. And what are they like? Uh, pop punk. Okay, cool. That, that yeah, sounds like great. a fun show. That, and that's, uh, that's what is that? That's two days after my birthday, so I might still be drunk. And I, I think <laughs> I'm going to show up there and, and, and stage dive or something. Uh at this point, you may or may not hear a little track from the record if I if I get fancy enough to throw it in. It's a right right about here.
Okay, we're back, and that was really cool. <laughs> Technical wizardry mm -hmm. I've, I've done. Um, and this is the third thing I know about you. Uh, your family goes back six generations in Florida. Is that true? Yeah, that is true. That's crazy talk. Um, they were like pioneers. Yeah, actually, kind of. I mean, my family, my dad's side anyways, they moved to uh, North Florida in like the 1830s. That's crazy. Like, they helped build the first Capitol building in the state of Florida. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not bragging about this, but they fought the Seminole Indians and oh, that's all not kinds kind of, of weird, yeah. you know, Florida history stuff. That's really cool. And they, they were they in the United States or did they just come to the United States and boom, decide let's go to the hottest place? They're with, from Germany. I don't know where they went from Germany, yeah. between Germany and Tallahassee area. Uh -huh. I don't know what happened. That's crazy. But yeah. Yeah. That, that's really, really, I don't think I've ever, I, well, I grew up in a little redneck town south of here, mm -hmm. uh, Fort Pierce. Is this mm -hmm. on? Yes, that's on. Um, and there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why anybody would come to Florida in the 1800s. It's a tot now. They, they couldn't make it anywhere else, so they got stuck here. I <laughs> well, I guess Tallahassee, that area is a little different. It's kind of sort of Georgia, sort of northy. Mm -hmm. And Georgia wasn't Georgia, like a, like a thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just offended like 20% of my listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I love Georgia. I, I, I've really come to love Georgia. Uh, Georgia and Florida, you think they would be the same thing, but they're not the same thing. Mm -hmm. There's a definite line where Georgia becomes Florida and everything that's Georgia is Georgia and everything that's Florida. Florida. I, I don't know what I'm saying, but <laughs> but six generations, that's very, very cool. It's weird. Yeah. I uh, will find that often. You have family here still? Yep. The folks are still here? Uh, my dad's back up there, actually, in Tallahassee area. Uh -huh. All of our family's still, his side's still up there. And, yeah. Uh, my mom's out in Deland. Okay. That's very cool. Um Top three things. I think you know what you're, we're doing here. Top three bands, singer or singer songwriters. Quick, go. Wow. Uh, the Screeching Weasels. I'm okay, that's fun. Poster. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is this band in the late '90s called Zoinks, and uh, they're a pop punk band from Reno, Nevada. And okay. For some reason, I got one of their albums at some point. Seven Seconds from Reno, also. Yeah. I, it's, it's right. Seven, Kevin Seconds. Kevin Seconds. Yeah, yeah. They're from Reno. Um, wow. And. You know, I really love the Hold Steady. Oh, oh man! It, I, I didn't yeah. discover them until maybe four or five years ago. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's they were blowing up. Actually, they were kind of coming to the end of the blowing up mm -hmm. at that point. Are they still a thing? I know Craig. Craig Finn is that his name? Craig. Yeah, he does the solo stuff right yeah, now. I yeah. don't know if the band is still. Who knows? He was touring with, uh, and I'm not going to pronounce this, uh, Titus and Andronicus. Yes, that that. Yeah. He, he was touring with them. Do you know that band? You should bring them here. Bring familiar them familiar with it vaguely. Oh god, the, the the their their second or first record, The Mariner, is this this epic rock opera about the Civil War in New Jersey. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, and it, it's really it's kind of almost in the same way that that Diarrhea Planet is over the top, mm -hmm. just grand and lyrically almost like Springsteen the lyrics. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's really really good stuff, and I could see him. I, well, I can't see him doing a solo stuff with them because it's their shows are loud and in your face and Ooh. they're they're young and snotty, but like that smart snotty Ooh. that you know, we're way smarter than our audience and <laughs> we're going to use big words in our songs. Uh, yeah, it's, it, I, I, they're on my list, so you. you do I need to check them out because I've never listened to them. I, I don't I, like it, just that one record. I was a really big fan of uh, the next ones. I think the next one was uh, Local Business. I liked it. It was okay. Uh, they're on my list, though. I haven't, I've seen just about every band I've ever wanted to see, mm -hmm. but they bands like that don't come to Florida. So that's your job. Bring them here. Uh, <laughs> look into it. Are you a reader? Do you read? You read? I, oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, through, through books. 
Oh gosh. Well, I'll just say anything J.R.R. Tolkien. Otherwise, I just end up listing no, more, that, that, that's, more that's Tolkien good. books. You're a boy, so you're, that, that's boys read mm-hmm. The Hobbit and then read the rest of them at some point. Oh yeah, uh, I mean I've read it all, everything. Um, Other books by Tolkien? Yeah, The Silmarillion, which is kind of like the back story history of that entire world. Yeah, yeah, wow. Which is it, it's pretty in depth. The Shire. The yeah. entire world that he created is amazing. Um, uh, what is another one? I mean, I, I love Harry Potter, of course, too. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to think of something that's not fantasy or even sci-fi related. No, that's okay. That, that's <clears> his thing, you know. Um, oh gosh, what else am I really, really into? Probably um, Sarah by J.T. Leroy. What's that? J.T. Leroy is funny. No, when, I, when I discovered him yeah. as, as an author, I was like, oh wow, it's this 25 year old dude wrote this amazing book called Sarah. But then years later, it turned out that J.T. Leroy was not a 25-year-old man, but a, a woman in her mid-40s <laughs> posing as a 25-year-old wow, man. Wow, that's brilliant, really? It's, it's pretty crazy, the is story this, behind it. Is but, this, like, new? Uh, when I read it, it was probably around 2003, 2004. So that, that, was, that so, was a thing, and no one bothered looking on, on the Internet? She would have her sister pose as him in public. As, wow. Yeah, it, it's pretty weird. You actually have to really Google J.T. Leroy and the story about it like i really thought this was this guy and she really had her sister go out in public posing as this guy and she writes like a dude is it like dude stuff or from the perspective of a boy who was a prostitute it's a pretty crazy story that sounds pretty cool. crazy because yeah, yeah. it was supposedly semi-autobiographical but uh-huh. this was but absolutely this, apparently not at she all she made it all up <laughs> what was that uh-huh. uh that oprah book that came out because I know so much about Oprah, uh, a million little pieces or something. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 and that it, turned out to not actually it's have like been not true. not been a thing at all. Like that guy just made all that shit up. Yeah. and pulled the wool over Oprah's eyes, which somehow is awesome. I mean, he made his money, I'm sure. Yeah, so. and she seems like a nice lady, but somehow it's cool if you pull the wool over Oprah's eyes. We talking about crack research teams. You figure Oprah would have somebody. She's got some resources. You know, I've she got gives away cars. Yeah, I've got six people in a room who I just throw meat in occasionally. I say, "Do work for me," and they look shit up <laughs> and they hand me paper underneath the door. And, and then I throw the M&Ms and Skittles in there if they're good. Mm-hmm. But Oprah has actually people they pay. Mm-hmm. And you think someone would have figured out that, that, that a million teeny pieces or whatever that book that she apparently got totally screwed on. Um, and top three films or movies. Top three. I can't use Lord of the Rings again, can, you can I? You can do whatever you want. There, there are no rules. I, no I'm rules. a massive Tolkien fan, so pretty much anything you ask me. If, if Tolkien had a band, I would have said him uh-huh. uh, as far as the music. Um, <laughs> he does. It's, it's, it's like Iron Maiden, basically. Wow. I'm not a huge movie person, but that being said, uh, wow. What movies do I really like? You know, this is silly, but I've probably watched Pirates of the Caribbean more than any other movie. Uh, in fact, in college, my roommates would make fun of me because every time they would come home, come home and I had a girl over, I'd be watching Pirates of the Caribbean. That's how they get the ladies. That's how you get their pants off. Um, Johnny Depp makes some cream. Not that that happened often. It yeah. probably happened twice. Oh, well, but if even, that's being generous to myself. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, wow, what other movies do I like? Um, hmm... I mean, really, I probably, I'm just going to go Lord of the Rings, okay. one, two, and three. Really? See, I didn't, I wasn't wild about them. I, I liked them, but I wasn't wild about them. I, I guess I, because I, I mean, I read those books. You probably read them when you were really young also, or youngish. No, I actually read them as an adult. Oh, really? I had never even touched them as a kid. See, I read them as a kid, so I have these, you know, what, 
a 12 year old thinks a dragon looks like on, mm -hmm. a, on a pile of gold and the, the deep part of a mountain you know and I, the shire and the, the, the hobbit hole with the with the door and the big doorknob in the middle of it. I have all that in my head. And while they did a really good job, it just seemed too shiny and bright and clean. And I just, I, I, I don't know, I can't figure Maybe it out. Maybe you're just really dark. I guess, I think I might be dark. You've made a very dark place in your head for these, for these stories. I, I guess, I, I, you know, I, uh, I mean, I guess uh, Gollum, whatever that little, uh, little yeah. booger monster is. Yeah, mm -hmm. he seemed right. Like, and I like him and when like that, that whole character, I don't know, I, 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 uh, one of my other favorite books is uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Never read it. Oh, Douglas Adams, get on it! It's I've heard so, it's really good. It's so good. Yeah, it's uh, and they uh, I never liked any of those films either. I, I, you were assigned a task to come at me with three questions. Yes. This is the point where you ask me the first of the three. You take your They're time. They're on my phone. I, everybody does that. So this will be interesting because when you told me to uh, come up with three questions, I did so sober, but then I drank. And I don't know what questions I came up with after Perfect. I started drinking. I love this. Yeah, it's like Christmas when you buy your parents Christmas presents, which I've done once, and I was blackout drunk and didn't know what I was giving them. So I like this. Oh, they're terrible, actually. No, no, there, there are no terrible <laughs> I'm questions. I'm like, what? That's what I came up with? Yeah, no. Okay. Um, hey, hey, just well, just pick whatever you think the hardest one is. Well, we'll just start with uh, if you had to pick one fast food restaurant location of all the ones here in town. To satisfy your fast food needs for eternity, which one would it be? Do, do um, um, uh, Chipotle? Chipotle? Is, is, is I that count that, yeah. Is that fast food? Because it doesn't feel like fast medium food for food. me. Yeah, I, I uh, so it's been so long. I, I guess, and I do, I do the one that you're not supposed to do. I like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I, and I, I know it's wrong, and I know that they're, they're deep down... Not they've not, made some poor decisions. They, they made some as really poor decisions. Put money into, yeah. I, I know, and I know that. But their chick, their breakfast is so effing good. The chicken biscuit, and and they're really, really, really happy to serve you. Mm -hmm. And that's nice. That goes a long way. Yeah. I, I haven't set foot in a McDonald's in gotta be ten years. Wow. But yeah. I, uh, every now and then, and this has probably been years also. I. I get a craving for two cheeseburgers from Burger King and I'll drive through <laughs> and get two cheeseburgers and I always wind up throwing like a half the second one out. It would be Chipotle if I was not being honest. It would be Chick-fil-A's breakfast <laughs> if I was they're, being totally honest. Chicken things with the dough wrapped around it? No, no, no. It's just a biscuit, the chicken <coughs> sandwich. Just a chicken sandwich and a box of hash browns and a, and a large unsweet iced tea. Sounds so good right now. It, it, I only had it. <laughs> I had it like three hours ago. I, I get up early enough to walk that that monster of a dog mm -hmm. at our feet. Big, early, like we're usually walking like at 7, 7.15 because it's just too effing hot here. Mm -hmm. And then when I get done, I always feel it because we walk like two and a half miles and I'm old and it's hot and I feel like I'm going to throw up. So naturally, instead of getting like some yogurt or granola or something that's good for me, mm. I, I go to this horrible homophobic restaurant and get a, <laughs> a, a Chick-fil-A biscuit. I don't, I don't know. I can't figure it out. I, I know I shouldn't, and I feel bad, and I apologize. Just uh, to donate to, to the Pulse Fund every time you purchase Chick-fil-A, uh, and you're balancing out the universe. I, I think so, hopefully. I, I, uh, um, I, I think I do some good in the world, and I think, I, I don't know, I can't figure it out. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I, truthfully, it would be Chick-fil-A breakfast, but I think if, if I was going all the way, like I had to eat at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I think, uh, what did I say? 
earlier? Chipotle. Chipotle. If they, I think if they did <clears throat> breakfast, I would totally get rid of chicken. If they did breakfast, they would do breakfast well. Yeah, they would do like some sort of. So with I, I, I think that's a good answer. Some local eggs or something, mm-hmm. and like uh, some peppers and onions. And I, I'd do that. So if you're listening from from uh, Chipotle, get on the breakfast thing, and I can <laughs> dump the homophobes. I'm going to uh, ask you a question now. Okay. Um, everybody always thinks that you're going to ask three in a row, but that, see what I do is I give you the power. And then I take, take it, it away. You yeah, know, that's I, more powerful than just giving the power. I, I know, right? I, I take it away and st- I, I throw I, I throw it out there, and then I set you all off. Um, question number one for young Mister Kyle: How old are you? That's that's not the question. I just like I'm. I'm I am twenty nine. Twenty nine. I'm lying. No, I am not twenty nine. I'm thirty eight years old. Are you really? Yes, I am. I, I you I would have guessed you were you were twenty nine. Good for you. You're living. I should have just rolled with it. You're living life right, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, I, I would have totally guessed you were twenty nine. Excellent. Yeah. You know, you Tell everyone twenty nine. You don't have any gray in your beard. No, not yet. No, I mean, and you. I mean, you live. You, you're up late. You're, yeah, you're I'm a night owl. For you're sure. in and out of the bar scene. You, mm-hmm. you probably have a beer too. I work late. Yeah. Yeah, and that's 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 rough life. I'm at work, quote unquote, a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, I mean, is that all you do? Is just the promoting thing, or? Uh, that's what my full time job has been for about two and a half years now. Yeah. Uh, I recently picked up something on the side, helping out a buddy because yeah. you always got to make more money. No, it, it, I, especially I right now, it's slow season for me. Yeah, but, is uh, there a slow concert season? Yeah, right now, it sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, who's uh, who's Eric? Summertime slows down. Now. Eric Andre, that's that's the guy you're bringing. Yeah, in? he's a big thing, right? Yeah, that's you know that that's a crazy one where it's like I think this will do well. I'm not sure. And then it sold out back booth within maybe three weeks, and then we added a second show at Will's Pub after. That sold and it out. Sold too. out that too. Oh man, that's a drag. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's, it's it's good for you. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, and that means he'll probably come back or something. What? Why do I know him? He he was on oh, the Daily Show. He that and uh, uh, Adult Swim. Okay, yeah, I'm only vaguely familiar with Adult mm-hmm. Swim. I'm not that happy. You know, I had never actually even watched his show uh-huh. until after. Does I, he have his own show? I booked him. Yeah, that's Eric cool. Andre show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's weird. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, especially uh, it, I mean him in person. Yeah, um, uh, uh, Back Booth is a big room, but Will's is substantially smaller, and I mean he's just gonna mm-hmm. be like walking around. That's, that's it'll be cool. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other shows that that you you want to plug? That uh, well, you, nothing that we've already we haven't talked about. We talked about the EP release show August 13th. Yeah, yeah. Really excited about that. Uh, the Queers and the Atari September 11th. Eric Andre August 7th. Um, there's a couple of shows that I would love to talk about, but I can't. Oh, but I'll tell you when we're not. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the, really cool. Yeah. Well, keep an eye on uh, say, say your name of your promotion company again. Uh, North Korea. Keep an, I'll, I'll put a link to that and follow them on Facebook and Instagram because they do bring some really cool. And you bring bands in here that I don't even know. I mean, I, yeah. I think I'm pretty hip, but that's I'm, most of. I'm, I think most of what I do is bands that nobody actually does. Yeah, know. But, yeah but I mean, you're bringing cool bands in and, and here and there. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm 48 years old, so the bands you you bring in, I'm probably gonna knock on now but but the kids my, my demographic the kids my mm-hmm. my 18 to 23 year old demographic <laughs> <laughs> my mexican 18 to 23 mm-hmm. year old demographic they're uh they're, they're they're hip to what's going down in the music scene daddy sure. and they are uh yeah uh, um, i'm gonna ask you some questions now okay <laughs> that, was, that was an odd segue i just made uh my computer turned off question number one for you and it wasn't how old are you because you're 29 uh, you, uh, what are the perks of hanging out with you? Wow, I like to buy shots. Oh man, we should really, we should have done It's actually not even a perk. I think it's like punishment. Yeah. Like uh, JJ will hang out with me, and the next day he'll 
just you know be like man like you really murdered me last night <laughs> uh, but I, I i've at one point or another i developed a taste for shots of a uh, vodka with pineapple juice oh. and it, but it's cheap it's a well and you throw in some pineapple juice anything's gonna taste okay um so i actually really enjoy doing those shots a lot right. and uh, i'm kind of in a way i think i'm kind of known for that so i'm probably gonna buy shots if we do, if we were to go out and hang out that's, that's that's a pretty good perk that's a solid well it, it depends on how you look at it i mean i I'm not a shots guy. If somebody buys me a shot, I, I'll drink it and I'll be mm-hmm. like, thank you, I'm, just, I'm good from here. But the problem with shots, people, is usually one shot leads to three shots, mm-hmm. leads to nine shots. And then I'm that guy who's like, thanks, and just throwing over my shoulder. <laughs> I do that too. Yeah, it's uh, and Now that I think about it, like I'm not really always thrilled when other people purchase them for me, so maybe I should think about what I'm doing to others. Are you a giving person? Does this happen usually when you're drunk? Or uh, I, I think that when I drink, I actually think I have money or something. I don't, I don't know how it works, <laughs> but uh, I don't. No. Um, but you're, somehow it's like, yeah, let's do a round of shots. And then Do like, you ever buy like everybody a shot? No, I don't. I, I always want to be that guy. I, I want to buy a round in the house. Unless you're like, if you're at like a, a Sly Fox on Tuesdays or Sundays, they have $2 wells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those shots are two bucks. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Which is essentially and, why and, I started drinking them. And then there's like nine people in the yeah, bar, like, so you can do that. $18. <laughs> All right. Oh, I missed the Sly Fox. That was that was a, that was a little bit of Orlando history. Yeah, their barbecue, as it was in this prior incarnation. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, Wally's is. I, I think I'd, I'd like to buy around there because I think the people at Wally's would really, really, really appreciate around. Jeez. Yeah. When was the last time you were in Wally's? Uh, probably a couple weeks ago. Um, <laughs> I I I venture around at pretty much you know the mills. Area pretty often, yeah. as well as that's off the street from Back Booth, and you, you hang mm-hmm. out there from time to time. Yeah, I'll do that there too. Yeah, I uh, yeah, we were talking about CJ, mm-hmm. the the guy who wrote the haunting theme from Scotch and Good Conversation. I, I think I've told this before, but uh, about two years after CJ came to town, we were hanging out and we were getting getting ready to go downtown or something. I think it was just him and I. I think the our his girlfriend at the time, wife now, and my wife were hanging out and. Like, what do you want to do when you want to go like pregame? And he said, "Yeah, so let's go to Wally's." And he didn't know what Wally's was. And I was like, well, "We're going to Wally's. That's this not, is this that's is an important. Game. That's not a pregame." If you're if you're listening from someplace else, Wally's has been in town in the same location since '57. Does that sound right? That sounds right to me. Yes. Yeah, and it it I don't think it's changed much since 1957, uh, including the beautiful young ladies behind the bar. I think that some of them might be around since 1957, and they're amazing and beautiful, but. Uh, this is what happens when you order a drink at Wally's. Uh, I, we went there with my buddy CJ, the, the writer and creator of the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation. And uh, I was like, what do you want? And he was like, give me a, a vodka and Red Bull. And I was like, two. You know, give me two of those. And mm-hmm. they took two glasses and filled it with ice and filled the glasses with vodka and handed us a Red Bull. <laughs> that, that that is a drink at, at Wally's, and he looked at me and he's like, "What do I do with this?" <laughs> I was like, "You man up and drink yeah. some vodka, man." Yeah, drink a little vodka out <laughs> to put some Red Bull in. Yeah, I love Wally's. I yeah, that whole strip down there by Back Booth and and uh, Will's Pub. Well, uh, Will's Pub, thank you. Will's mm-hmm. and, and uh, they got some good restaurants down there, and, and yeah, yeah, Mills Fifty is great. Yeah, and it's getting hipper and cooler. Again, if you're coming into town, if you're coming to Orlando, go down that. That, you could easily, 50. yeah, you could definitely spend an entire evening over on Mills 50. And then come over by Red Light. dinner and yeah. I didn't walk right over to Red Light, too. That's it's right just, around the corner. Plug number two. <laughs> Did it. Um, question number two for you. Okay, put on your thinking cap, your imagination cap for this one. It, it's, it's 4 a.m. 
And uh, you just get home, you lay down, you know, you, you kind of got that, I've, I've got a couple shots in me thing, and you close your eyes, just start to go to sleep, and you get, you get a text, and you, you open your eyes up, and the text says, they're coming, at, they're coming for you in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Um, I would probably, <laughs> I would probably go and hide in my car. <laughs> That's actually not, that's not a bad idea. I, I feel like they would just walk right past my car yeah. and not notice me in there with like all the junk I have in my car and whatnot. Yeah. And they'd be in the house like, well, he's not here. He's clearly gone. And then, then and they, there's then nothing they... interesting about my car. I drive a Kia. <laughs> so they're going to ignore my car entirely and I'll be fine. Yeah. I, that's actually, I wouldn't have thought of that. That's actually not a, and you can kind of peek up from under a blanket. <laughs> just like. There's enough junk in my car. I think I could just, you know, hide in the floorboard and, uh. <laughs> I'd be all right. It kind of worries me that I was able to come up with that so quickly. Like maybe I'll put some thought into this. Like, <laughs> you know, maybe they are coming for you, me. You need, actually, that's a genuine concern. You got, it, got an escape route plan. Yeah. Do you have Do you have a route plan uh, in the back of your head? A, a way to get out? Like a, oh yeah. Do you have money hidden and a gun someplace? And, no no yeah. money, but I, I got. I, I know where I'd go. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey. They'd never find me. Um, I think I have. I'm so bad at this. Okay. Um, question number three. What's the most soul-satisfying, passive-aggressive thing you've ever done to a really mean or rude person? Oh, man, because I actually deal with pretty mean, rude people <laughs> on a regular basis, um, especially when you're in, in bars and stuff Yeah, drunk like people, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm going to take it in a certain direction. There's this thing that I, I learned about that I wasn't really aware of until I started working at Bag Booth. And what it is is people who refuse to leave a bar... <laughs> when they are asked to leave. Yeah. And it is very satisfying for when those people are, I mean, you know, I see them, they get asked to leave, and they're like, why? And it's just nice to be able to say, because we said so. And it's nice to just be able to say, the reason you're leaving is because we said so. We yeah. don't have to offer you an explanation. You obviously broke a rule. You know you did it. Yeah. You know you weren't supposed to do it. You know it's not okay. Yeah. Just, just, you're leaving just because. And then if they get real snotty, you get a cop involved and have them sign something. Or, yeah, yeah, it, it, and that's another weird thing, too, is then they're like, well, what are you going to do? And then well, you, you watch security say, okay, well, we're going to pick you up and carry you out of the building. <laughs> have you done that? I have never had to do it, but yeah. the, you know, security guards do it. And, and at that point, they, they will fight it. And it's like, what do you think? Like, if you win this fight, you own the bar. <laughs> you could stay like, here. Okay, if you stay, if, if they can't get you out of the room. Kyle's going to buy me a drink if no, I win the fight. No, like, or you Shots. win the bar. Yeah. It's a battle for the bar. And then, like, if you win, you get to keep the bar and everyone that works there has to leave. Like, yeah. How does that work? I don't in, really in understand In defense it. of the drunken idiots, myself, I, I, I guess I've been kicked out of a bar, but I never... Put up a fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, you're pretty not in your right mind. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think I've worked in the bar industry a little bit, and people are morons. Sometimes it's fun to be the only sober person in a room, <laughs> you know, or at least you know you have a beer, but you're not like just blackout drunk like I normally am when I go to a bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that's kind of fun. We, uh, yeah, the because I said so <clears throat> is as close. Like that kind of because I said so is close as I'll mm-hmm. ever become to being a father. <laughs> you know, because I'm the daddy. Because yeah, I, I mean, said so. They are essentially children at that point. Yeah, absolutely, drunk people are idiots, and I'm drunk. And I do it 85 percent of the time. Uh, uh, your second question, please, to me, young man. Uh, dig the phone back out. Well, I can remember one of them off the top of my head. Okay, that's it's good. Kind of, kind of low hanging fruit, but at the same time, I'd like to know the answer. Um, three of your favorite Orlando bands, past or present? Ooh, 
um, uh, Richard Churfield, All God's Children. That's a good one. Uh, um, Richard's Richard's voice is amazing. Is a, he's God. He's so he's, he's so very good at what he does, and and especially like I, I saw them. Uh, the first time I saw them was at the the first location of Red Light when it was down down in Winter Park. I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever went to that that bar. It was very small, mm-hmm. and uh, this was. 2009 or 8 or something when he I mean he didn't even live at, live here in town he wasn't he was living in Atlanta yeah he or uh, Athens and mm-hmm. he, he wasn't associated with Red Light at the time and we went in didn't even know a band was playing and there was this uh, bearded guy wearing a suit and mirror sunglasses inside a bar at 10.30 at night and I'm like well that guy's an asshole <laughs> and uh, I'm sure I've told this on the podcast I know I've told Richard um and then the band played, and I was just so blown away by mm-hmm. them that uh, I, uh, I bought two of the record so I could keep one and give one to somebody who mm-hmm. I was like, you got to hear this, man. It's, they're, they're so good at what they do. It's cool. I mean, the whole drunken preacher yeah, performance yeah. that he puts on, I've seen him, and, and someone would be like, oh, man, that guy's wasted. I'm like... <laughs> He's probably a little buzz, but like half of that is <laughs> yeah. performance right yeah, there. Yeah, like, yeah, the, the, he's not actually wasted. Yeah, and, and the incarnation of the band he has now is just, it's the Traveling Wilburys of of Orlando bands. I mean, he's got uh, Mike Dunn on keys, who's, mm. who's going to go into my list of favorite local bands. Um, who else? He's got CJ, who wrote the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation. Mm-hmm. He's got Josh Butler, who, who two podcasts ago, on drums. <laughs> He's got uh, the talented, young, bearded Mr. Jared Wynn on guitar, mm-hmm. and John Fortune, who gets the most name. Do you know John? Mm-hmm. Yeah, John, who gets the most name check on Scotch and Good Conversation. Who I mean, Bass Monster Bulldog. Oh, Bass Monster Bulldog. <laughs> yeah, who rolls us into uh, Gas Heart, Gasoline Heart, um, Sweet Lou. Oh yeah, Lois. Um, he actually still owes me a CD. And I've been telling him this for 10 years just about now. Yeah, he had a CD it. release show at The Social. Uh-huh. And if you pay to get in, you're supposed to get a CD. And I've never gotten my damn CD. You're never getting your CD. No. And I, <laughs> in fact, the next time that I book him, I'm going to put that in the contract or something. Like, hey, you have to give me a yeah, CD. This, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll call you up on stage and give And then I can sue him Yeah, when he doesn't give it to me. As far as like the new bands go, uh, I mean, those are, I mean, that's because that was my time when I, like, I, I was out and about the most. And I know a, a lot of the people in those bands. And... Uh, some of us are friends still some of us aren't you know it's it's uh but but as far as music goes as far as seeing a band goes mm-hmm. they they were always did i say mike dunn did i say two or three well you mentioned mike dunn yeah uh, well mike dunn and the kings of new england that that genre although i do like new mike that also. was a good time yeah. yeah for sure um as far as new bands go i've seen panther camp like once you guys were amazing and and uh uh I, I wasn't aware of you at that point, like I, because I, I, Jason, I pretty much hide. Jason mows my lawn, uh, but I mean, you guys are dynamite, and he's just a hell of a front man. He's and, and the sound is good, and you guys are a good live band. Um, uh, the the Shabooms, yeah, the Shabooms are really really good. I I had a, um, Al in here and Aaron in here. They mm-hmm. they both been on the podcast. Um, uh, who's who's the who's that soul band that plays Will's from time to time? Like uh, Eugene? No, no, no. That's a, like a young kid. They kind of have a oh, gym. Fat Night. Fat Night. Yeah. I like Fat Night yeah. a whole lot too. They they, they kind of got a, and this doesn't sound like a compliment, but it is. They got a kind of a Jamiroquai thing happening a little <laughs> bit, which is good. <laughs> I can't wait to watch them again. Yeah, through the visor of Jamiroquai. Like, I'm the, looking at looking at them with a Jamiroquai visor. They on. got a, like a 
funky dad hollow notes soul thing happening mm-hmm. you, you know which which i i dig you know uh oh God, who else is i mean i i I'm trying to think if there's any other like local bands, and I'm sure I'm leaving out some. Cause what about I'm, someone from in the in the past that's no longer around? There we there is oh um, uh, the Cosmo Kramers. I never saw them. Oh, I, I don't think I was living here. Yeah, Fat Timmy, that was a thing. Um, 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 uh, the Spit Valves, you know, they're, okay, they're yeah. all kind of along that same line. Who yeah, become, Tito was in that band. Yeah, and uh, they became the Attack. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, uh, uh, Charlie was in the Spit Valves, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, Mikey was in the Spit Valves. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mikey's amazing. Mikey's yeah. I, I've been working on getting Mike in here. Uh, Absurdly talented. What's it, what's everything his, that he does? What's his thing? Is uh, Spider? What, what's his record he just put out? It is Spider something, and I feel awful right Summer now. Summer Spiders? Summer Spiders sounds like it's That's it. really good. Yeah, it was and very good. Yeah, I, I downloaded that, I mean, just because it's Mike, mm-hmm. and I, uh, I'm i pro- a fan of everything he does, and I was like, wow, this doesn't sound like something he would do. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I mean, he's an amazingly talented DJ, mm-hmm. and he's just a nice guy, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you ever heard the band Slow? No. Slow was uh, 92. Wow. Yeah, they opened up for Pearl Jam when Pearl Jam played The Edge. Wow. Uh, uh, and they... I saw a couple shows at The Edge, but not them. That was, that was a great venue. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. They became a band called Darling, mm-hmm. which was Darling was really good and, and kind of a uh, Afghan Wigs. You Afghan Wigs fan? And I not really visited their music. Oh, God, the Afghan Wigs I, are so I, good. I, I feel embarrassed saying that. No, no, that, that's cool. <laughs> it, it's just one of those things. Uh they were like Afghan mig- wigs meets Roxy music. Mm-hmm. The sexy kind of like lounge lizard kind of that's cool vibe, but there's something really dangerous and dirty about Sounds it. Sounds like something I'd be really into. Like the, like the characters they would play, the, the the lead singer would write kind of like you know the guy's an asshole, but you like him anyway. Which is kind of the yeah. same thing about Afghan wigs. Oh boy, I went off that. So I, 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 I named like nine bands. <laughs> Afghan Wigs, his favorite Orlando band ever. No, they're not. I saw them uh, I guess about a year and a half ago at uh, the Beecham. They were on my list of bands I'd never seen before. And they, were, they, they put a record out after not having a record in like 15 years, and it's really, really, really good. Nice. Um, I feel like I'm going to have to go home with like a list of bands to check out after <laughs> having this conversation. Uh, uh, this is where I do a commercial. Uh, besides folks over at Red Light, Red Light, who uh, are also our sponsor, we are sponsored by Bama Pama Vintage. Uh, B-A-M-A-P-A-N-A Vintage. Uh, Google it. Learn it. Live it. Love it. Interesting facts about Bama Pama. Uh, they uh, received pretty much nothing but five stars in customer service in their online store, uh, which is hard to come by. You, know, you, you go to the mall, you're not going to get five stars or any decent customer service. They are locally owned by uh, kind of an a, a idiot here in town. I can say that because I know them pretty well. Uh, they're a locally owned in, uh, vintage shop here in town, and they were nominated for one of the best Orlando vintage shops. So go to orlandoweekly.com and vote for them. Uh, they provided... Uh, the suit that's on the poster for the new Viggo Morgason film. Uh, the little, there's a red suit and Viggo Morgason is wearing it. It's a film called Captain Fantastic and it was purchased, I know, from Bama Pama Vintage. They've also provided some clothing for uh, a new Netflix show that's coming out on August 13th, the day of your album release party. Uh, is it called Panther Camp? No, it's not called Panther Camp, unfortunately. It should be. Yeah, it should be. Cause the it's a great name. August 13th, <laughs> Panther Camp. Uh, also, uh, uh, go see Panther Camp and then... Uh, 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 what do you call it? Not, not on Netflix. Watch uh, 
the Get Down, it's called, and they've provided a bunch of vintage clothing for the Get Down. Actually, I want to rename our band the Get Down. The Get Down, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. it I, I, I looked it up. It's about a like like late '80s DJ culture in like Brooklyn. That sounds actually very, very it, it, interesting. It, it Netflix looks, is killing it. I'm sorry. On TV shows, like Netflix is killing it. Yeah, they uh, they, they I saw the stuff that that Bama Pama they 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 bought, and it's just got this velvet suit and oh that's rad yeah it's anyway so they're they're providing for movies and they can provide for you it, there's no reason to shop at the mall anymore that's the mall socks don't shop there and, and if you shop at the mall you look like you shop at the mall if you wear at least like one piece of vintage you, you're going to stand out people are going to go where'd you get that uh go to bamba pama online bamba pama vintage uh, google it and uh, they got tuxedos they got vintage denim they got shirts they got suits you, you get your sizes I always say this, get your sizes, have somebody measure you, look it up on Google, and uh, then go shop online and, and get some vintage and then bring it to a tailor and you're going to look like a million bucks. And Bama Pamo offers you a 15% discount uh, as a listener of Scotch and Good Conversation. When you buy something, just check at the checkout, uh, put the word Scotch in, you'll get 15% off. That's B-A-M-A-P-A-N-A Vintage. Uh, Google it and uh, dress cool. Question number four for you. Uh, what's the most awkward conversation you've ever had with your parents? Wow. The most awkward. Well, I mean, there's certainly one that I will not bring up. Uh, any that kind that of you can talk about. Mom and dad aren't listening. Come on. Uh, my brother might. Um, the most awkward conversation I've ever had with my parents. Uh, I mean, I think probably just the, the, the typical, like, birds and the bees type thing. Yeah. Uh, I was in the truck with my dad, and uh, he, I, I don't remember exactly how he brought it up, but I just remember the, like, the one line from the conversation is, I'm not saying sex is bad, sex is good, <laughs> but you gotta be careful. And That's uh, some sage wisdom right there. I mean, he was right. Yeah. It's not bad, it is good, it's but really, you do have to be careful. Even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. Yeah. I, I definitely was mortified. How, old, the, how old are you? I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, maybe 13 years old, yeah. roughly, but just, I just like, dad, whatever, stop, dad. <laughs> Ew. Shut up, dad. You know? <laughs> I remember that being pretty awkward. And other than that, just every time I see my mom and she asks why I'm still single, uh, that's always awkward. So it's pretty much every time mom yeah, calls. Yeah. Like, hey, so anyone special? Nope, there's not. You don't have to ask. If there is, I'll tell you. Every single time. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, at this point, I think she's just antagonizing me because she thinks it's funny. I used to get the, the, you know, you can bring home anybody you want. You can bring home a boy or a girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, they may be angling that way. They may think, you know, at this point, Kyle's 38. Yeah, single, I, no kids. Yeah, but I was getting, I was getting this at like seventeen. You know, I was like, you can bring home anybody you want. We don't. We just want you to be happy and <laughs> be in love. So, uh, yeah, yeah. My mom was surprised. <laughs> Saw that coming. Um, what's the most pissed off you've ever been? This question number five. The maddest you've ever been. Man, the maddest. Are you, are you like a punch the wall type guy? I, I mean, when I was younger, yeah. certainly I've, I, I definitely put some holes in walls when I was in my early twenties. We all have. Um, the maddest that I've ever been. Dang. Uh, hmm. The maddest I've ever been was when I found out that my brother's username on my mom's computer was The Good Son. <laughs> That's true, but I wasn't actually mad about it. Yeah, so it's, um, it's more uh, funny. Yeah. You know, I, I don't. I can't really think of any specific time that I was like super mad. Um, 
I mean, there's certainly been things that have pissed me off. I mean, <laughs> good son. If, 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 uh, if I'd never been pissed off, I never would have quit a job. You ever seen that movie, The Good Son? No, and, and that's funny because I bring that up. Like, I'll tell my friend, like, yeah, like, I, I can't wait for Travis, that's my brother, to listen to this. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, my brother's username was The Good Son. They're yeah. like, oh, baby, he just likes the movie. I'm like, you think he's a Macaulay Culkin fan? <laughs> like, you really think that's, I think he thinks he's, well, well, he, is, I, he actually is the good son. I'm not going to blow it, but the good son turns out to be not such a good son. <laughs> yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. yeah, Travis. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. He's not really the good son. All right. Do you, you think your mom likes him more? Um, No. Does he play she favorites? Likes, she likes us both. How old is Travis? Travis is 36. Yeah? Yeah. 36 yeah. years old. And he's the good son. <laughs> did mom know it was the good son, or did he just put that as a little dig on you? I, I honestly don't know. I don't think he ever, you know, like... Thought I was ever gonna see it. Yeah, I, I could. But. I could see my brother doing that. We, when, when we were assigned like cards to my mom or something, like if I if I send her a birthday card and he sends her a birthday card and I see it, it's it's always signed "Love your best son, William." <laughs> and, I, and he really is the best son. I'm okay. But yeah, yeah. He, no, Travis is. Yeah, he's yeah. he's much better he, than I am. He's a good son. Yeah, he's, he's he really is. He, he's he's not the slacker. Um, uh, question number six for you, uh, young twenty nine year old. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when did you feel discriminated against for being a male? I don't think ever. Ever? Really? I don't think so. Um, That's I mean, good. That's a good thing. That that oh. time that I tried to be a ballerina and they said that I couldn't wear the leotard. Yeah, you like, couldn't, I, be, I, couldn't be a Hooters girl. You know, yeah, Hooters waitress. I, I, I don't think I've ever. Well, that's nice. That, that, that's I'm, I'm surprised. I, I, I was trying to think if I have, and I'm sure at some. I point was trying to think of, like if maybe I had a teacher that I thought was playing favorites or something, but uh, no, I really. Maybe it's happened, and I just I, I, I in my, my research team, you, you did a, a little stint where you worked for some corporate companies, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't no, nothing there happened? I can't see you as a corporate guy. Oh god. Well, I, I turned twenty seven. <laughs> I was living in Tallahassee two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, two yeah. years ago. Yeah, uh, and I freaked out. I was like, I got to get out of Tallahassee. What am I doing? There's college kids here, and so I freaked out. Moved back to Orlando. And uh, tried my damnedest to be the corporate guy. I know. And, uh, go through the motions. Put a tie on and shave. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah all that stuff, Been man. Been there, and, done that. And I made way more money, but I was miserable. Yeah, that's, that's exactly where yeah. I am. I always say I make less money than I've ever made in my life, mm-hmm. but I'm way happier and easier to live with. And Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, uh, I don't, you don't strike me as someone who's cut out for... I gave it a go, man. A nine to five. I really tried. I, and, and I still talk to couple of my bosses from back then and are they happy or are they miserable i mean they're happy they're Happy-ish. fine with, they're ha- they're fine with, with yeah. you know well some people dig it you know yeah. there's i guess there's a sense of uh security you know but i my main corporate job i got fired new year's eve after nine years nine months and about 10 days new year's eve around six o'clock they fired me it's like wow really i remember when i quit working for sprint i was really frustrated um, and I figured out that I had like four days of sick time left. It was like almost the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. So I just called in for four days. <laughs> Used up the rest of my sick days. They're you. like, hey, you know, like you're about to be out of sick time. I'm like, oh, well, I'm, I'm sick. I'm very sick. <laughs> I'm not feeling good at all. Yeah, yeah I'm sick of this job. Yeah. Um, so sick I used of up you and your face. <laughs> So I used it the rest of my sick time and then that's never what, never called them again, just never showed up again. Good for you. Do you, you just did that? You yeah. never... You never... <laughs> I, I felt no allegiance to them whatsoever. Good for you. I worked there for two years and yeah. it was a thing where 
you know, I tried to do everything. Like, I'm going to get a promotion. I'll apply for this. I'll apply for that. And uh, it's corporate, man. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I worked for the man for a hot minute. No, I worked for a man for 10 years. I did make some decent money working for them, though. I met my wife. That was pretty cool. That's good. Yeah, that worked out pretty well for me. No. <laughs> um, then I was in sales for a long time, and that sucked. Uh, it sucked, but it was good. Like, I mean, I worked for a pretty big company uh, based out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was good at it. Like, I just didn't like it. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I was, I enjoyed the, the actual sales part of the. Well, sales know, can be rewarding because well, you're yeah. doing something for yourself, too. And and the, the great part was I believed in what I was selling. Mm-hmm. So that made it easy. I didn't that feel helps. like I was, you know, selling a used car with a cracked engine block mm-hmm. or something. Uh, the, the, I was selling furniture for a company called Storehouse. And it was quality furniture. It was mm-hmm. uh, on par with like restoration hardware. I mean, it wasn't like really, but it wasn't IKEA or, or you know rooms to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was pretty good at it. But near the end, I mean, there was just so many things out of my control that would go wrong. You know, and people, you know, I mean, you're the you're the line to mm-hmm. to customers. Yeah. And, you know, and I took pride in what I and did. And you make them promises. And yeah, then and, and then then morons because, because it's some idiot. So. Uh, uh, you know, long story short, I was good at it, but I, I, I enjoy working for myself more than anything else. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good to myself. I don't make myself work too is, hard. Is this what you want to be when you grow up? You know, that's a, a, an awful question because <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? That's not one of the questions. But... Uh, I honestly think I have no hope unless I win the lottery. Uh-huh. Uh, if I don't win the lottery, I'm not going to achieve my goals. Oh, that makes me so... sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy the music stuff, yeah. being involved in the music scene. Um, it's not something that I ever planned to do. It just kind of happened. because. So you I still was... enjoy it? It's still fun? Oh, I love it. Good. But... Yeah. I don't know that I'll ever be able to retire from doing it. Yeah, well, yeah. and that's that's always in the back of my head. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but I don't have any plans on quitting Good. either. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I, I honestly meant it, even though I don't go. <laughs> is she looking? She's looking my leg. Um, I feel. Like I don't go to. Very... I don't go to a lot of the shows, but what you do brings value into our community. I hope so. Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, it's the music scene has always come and gone in this town. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's really great, and for a long time, there's there was a. It's like a dead zone where nothing came in for it's a long tough. time, and it, it's very tough to keep it going. It's um, it's a hard sell, not just for me, yeah. but like as a scene in general. Yeah, it's a hard sell. Orlando's, uh, I don't know, I, like Florida doesn't get a lot of really stellar shows very yeah. very often. A lot of the bigger bands they find it easier to skip the peninsula yep. and uh, you know go up the coast. Yep, and, yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's always rewarding when they do decide to venture down and stop maybe in Atlanta, hit Orlando, hit Miami, and yeah. Um, I think it's worthwhile, yeah. but I'm clearly biased. No, like, I, I, honestly, I'm not blowing smoke up here. You, 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 I see the shows you promote, and I don't recognize half them, but someone's <laughs> going. You yeah, know. someone's going. Yeah, that, that's cool. And and you know, there's there's certainly you know some shows that I do that um, they're not necessarily what I'm into. Yeah. But it's cool to see 16, 17, 18 year old kids. They're into it. Yeah. Can you imagine? Sh- like someone booking we a booking we a were, show. Yeah. Not me. We I, like I lived in a redneck town. We were I just going to shows. Yeah. You know? I just dreamed of going to shows. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, occasionally, I would go down to West Palm and see something or come up to Orlando, but there was nothing in the town I grew up in. I have uh, your third and final question to me, please. Uh, I gotta pull this one out. That's okay. No, that's okay. It's like a multi-part question. Oh, I like it. Good. Um, oh crap! I closed it. Okay. 
you've been asked to help colonize the planet Mars. Sure. And you're allowed to bring three people with you. Who are they? Uh, Who do you I bring? bring my wife. I knew that was going to be one of the answers. Uh, she's my best friend. So that's why I didn't say which one person. Yeah. Um, I would need a male and a female because... Oh, you're colonizing. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. And, and I've had a second. I didn't even think about that. So. <laughs> and I wrote the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Um, I would bring my wife. And off the top of my head, and I, I'm sure someone's going to, there's no right answer for this. No. Um, uh, um, so if I bring, it's just three of us, right? Yes. Including myself. So like if I bring a couple, they can't bring their kids. Yeah, I totally made this into an awkward double date. No, 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 no. That, that, that's it. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> who would I like to have a Benozer Trois with? <laughs> um, um, who do I know that, that are married and looking to have kids and don't wouldn't? I, because I'd want to colonize them, and I, something like I, my first instinct were like uh, Eric and Bridget. And they they are the uh, Jacksons. The Jacksons, Eric. You know Eric. Yeah, and I'm I'm their son's River's godfather. Oh, cool. But I wouldn't want to bring them because then they would have to leave River here. So mm -hmm. yeah, and, uh, and I know they want. I think they want more kids. I could be wrong on that. I think so. Uh, Oh, and my other my other thought man you you are really getting in debt so it has to be a couple that yeah. intends to have children and but hasn't had children my yet. other th my other thought was CJ and Carrie the mask oh. and I and they would bring culture and like CJ plays guitars and so that that's kind of cool I like that who do I know that wants to have kids <laughs> that doesn't already have kids. Oh man! I mean, feel free to bring like me and Kylie Minogue, and I could just work on her for a little bit. Are you talking about Kylie? Kylie, Kylie Minogue, like the, the singer. locomotion girl. Yeah, I really like her. She's she's nice. Wow, that's I wouldn't see that coming. That's my celebrity crush. Really? Mm -hmm. I I don't. Kyle she, and Kylie. I mean, come is on. she she hold held up? Uh, I mean, yeah, I know she's, she's attractive. She's probably like probably about forty four or forty five. She looks no, great. I, I think she's like closer to fifty. I, th I could be wrong. You might be right. Yeah, because I... I, I, I know that I can't Google it. No, you, listened, you're not, you're, you're you're not the, allowed to Google it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out when we're done. Yeah, okay. yeah, you know what? I think you might be right, because I think she was 40 when Can't Get You Out of My Head came out. Well, and, and that was like 10 years ago, at least. I think she... Uh, Locomotion, the cover... <clears throat> was a Grand Funk song? Is that right? Yeah, that sounds right. Mm -hmm. uh, the cover of Locomotion was the 80s. Oh. I, I want to say it was like 88 or 89. So she was probably like eighteen or nineteen. Let's let's let's. So say like she might not even be able to reproduce at this. Point. I mean, I'm sure she can. I'm, I'm sure she probably eats pretty well, and I'm sure she's probably like probably. a yoga girl. She probably eats like a rabbit. Yeah, essentially. I, I, yeah, I, I, but uh, I don't know. I, okay, well, I'll trade her for Taylor Swift. Okay, that sounds good. You okay. and you, it's my wife and I, and you and Taylor Swift. How about cool. that? We're colonizing so, Mars. <laughs> so really, the whole point of me asking the question is so you can you to can, fulfill a fantasy uh, of my own. I'm sorry, I ruined Kylie Minogue. I want to go to Mars with you. Yeah, and I, Taylor Swift. Okay. I, well, I didn't know this was so planned out. <laughs> I doubt they're going to ask me. Um, there are clearly more more qualified people. I mean, <laughs> although I mean, I put some serious thought into it. I yeah, mean, you really did. Yeah, I know. I, I, more than I did when I wrote the question. Yeah, well, you were drunk. You were blackout yeah. drunk. Uh, <laughs> um, question number seven for you. Uh, when did you realize you were grown up? Um, probably. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I actually moved out because I got news for you. 
I'm not. You're a grown-up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I moved out no! on, on my own my senior year of high school. Wow, okay. Like, I had my own apartment my senior year. Wow. Terrible decision. No, that sounds like uh, an awesome decision. I mean, it was fun, but it was ridiculous. Yeah. I think it ruined me for the rest of my life. Because um, <laughs> I had utter freedom way too soon. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, the first time I think I realized I was an adult, honestly, when I, like I said, I, I, when I turned 27, I freaked out. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I got to get out of Tallahassee. I got to go get a corporate job. And do whatever it is I think that you I'm do that to at do. 27 because I think I did that around 29 yeah, I've or had something. a few friends that yeah. like around that time it's like oh I'm, I'm gonna be 30 soon that's crazy and now I'm like 30 that's dumb no that's just insane yeah, yeah you're gonna be 30 next year um, <laughs> no I, I think I, I had that when I turned like 29 because mm. I think I met Dee Dee at 28 and I was like I want to marry her I'm gonna marry her I, I gotta be an adult <laughs> I gotta be an adult Gotta gotta work hard. Gotta put a tie on. Take the earrings out and shave every day. And you know, twenty years later, I'm yeah wearing the same shirt. You know, it, it's it's uh no, I, I think that, so. So you at twenty twenty nine last year twenty eight twenty seven you you uh you decided you were an adult and, and did, did you wish you went back? Are you still an adult or are you in a? Uh, well, I've definitely wavered. I've had you know <laughs> I've had some uh, progressions and regressions ah, that's what you're throughout to do. the years. Uh, I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, what I do for a living, I book punk rock shows. That's so cool. That's, yeah, you're, you're, you're Peter Pan. It, it is Peter Pan-ish. I, I've, I've been told that before. No, that's, that's cool. Uh, and I mean, I, it's kind of insulting, but at the same time, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm very lucky. you got to, a cool job. A lot, a lot of people would come for lucky. your job. Yeah. yeah, I am. And, uh, you know, with that comes uh, positives and negatives, you know, yeah. ebbs and flows. And yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, we were talking earlier. I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. there's nights when you don't, the days you don't get up till two, three, four o'clock in the afternoon. It happens. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, it's, it's hard. And sometimes you have to get up and you don't want to do mm-hmm. something, throw people out of the bar. But uh, yeah, as long <laughs> as you, you hold on to that childlike thing, it's okay being an adult. It's, yeah. it's, it's got its advantages. I mean, there's certainly, I mean, I would love to have. 20 acres and a trailer and uh, I don't want that at all I don't want that yes yeah, I would love that it'd be great and and a a great girl to live in the trailer with me that'd be cool too but all I want is a studio apartment with a view of something cool really and a like a bar downstairs that'd be cool too yeah something that's some cool I I feel like I want to get out in the middle of nowhere for some reason yeah go to Asheville go to Asheville you you like Asheville it's it's pretty hip Uh, Question number eight for you. Uh, who do you know that I don't know who could sit in the green chair, and will you reach out to them? Oh, okay. You know, I heard you ask Al that, and I was waiting for Al to suggest me, and he didn't. Just kidding. Um, uh, who would be really good for this? Um, well, you know JJ, and I think JJ would be great at it. How do I know JJ? Who's JJ? He is the guy that mows your grass. Oh, Jason. Everyone calls him Jason. Yeah, I call yeah. him JJ. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Who would be good? I'm trying to think. Do you know Fallon that owns a toit? Uh, yeah, I've talked to her. She's, she's rad. She, she she is rad, and and uh, we we just kind of trying to uh, kind of get our schedule on. Mm-hmm. It, 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 Fallon's one of those people I, I could never remember her name every time I saw her, and <laughs> but she has such a weird name. Yeah, I, I you know I, I, my wife's like Jimmy Fallon, just Fallon. <laughs> and I was like, her name's Jimmy. Her name is Jim or Jay. 
Janet. So I, a lot of times, I, like, I, do you know Gabby? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gabby, she sat down and I immediately apologized for not knowing her name 90% of the time. So I listened to that. Yeah, Fallon, Fallon's on my list. Uh, did you listen to Fallon's friend, uh, Alicia? Allie? Allie, I listened to part of it and then my phone started messing oh, God, up. She's hilarious. That's, that's like, yeah. yeah, she's. Allie's a, a, a character. Do you know sure. her? Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's crazy. <laughs> she's a character. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah she's a smart girl she, too. Oh, she's, she's pretty and smart and. She does not play by anybody's rules but her own. <laughs> Pretty she, much. She does exactly what she wants to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you could, uh, well, I mean. Uh, that would be a good one. There's got to be someone else, though, that, like, man, I'm trying to think of, like, different. You know Will. I'd like to get Will on. Like, you talk to Will. Like, hit him up. That would be yeah. cool. Yeah, I know he's probably got some pretty good stories <laughs> uh and, and even aaron you know for aaron the owner of back booth anyone that owns a bar yeah, has yeah. some weird funny stuff to yeah tell yeah i've definitely learned that over the years well if you guys are listening come come be on the podcast you know kyle I, says you should and al had mentioned aaron nolan and he's right aaron nolan would be a cool one. who is aaron remind me aaron nolan she's a local graphic designer and musician Okay. Yeah, she's, I'll, I'll, she's rad. Yeah. Okay. You guys come. Everybody come be on the show because uh, Kyle says you should. And uh, that's it. Thank you very much. How long do you think we talked? Took a guess. Uh, fifty-two minutes. Uh, an hour and four, and we could probably cut it down to right about an hour. We take out most of my nonsense. Uh, thanks you for coming in. Thanks, uh, dude. Uh, what's your website again? Uh, Northkorea.net. All right. And uh, you guys are on the Instagram. You're on the Facebook. <coughs> you're on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, and you, the the band if, uh, for Panther Camp, uh, it's panthercamp.bandcamp.com. Uh, we have one of the singles from the new EP, EP up on there. And uh, you can check out that song and then uh, come hear us play the whole album. August 13th, 13th. at uh, Back Booth? No, no. Wills. Wills Pub. I said that a million times. At, at Wills Pub up around Mills uh, with uh, Look Mexico, Tampa Band, you said. And uh, the Shabooms, Garage Soul, your dance your ass off. Mike Dunn, uh, American, what do you, what do you call him? He calls Americana. Himself. Americana, sappy, love songy. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Mike's a good guy. And what's the other band? Uh, Abandon the Midwest. Uh, it's the, a pop punk band. Uh, Abandon the Midwest. Yes. Okay, not Abandon the Midwest. <laughs> um, go see the shows. I'll put links up to everything. Uh, definitely check them out, and I'll be there. And if you see me at the show, say hi. I want to thank my buddy CJ Mask. He plays with Mike Dunn. He plays with Richard Churphy. If you see any of those bands out, uh, go see them. He also plays around town. He's usually playing a bar on a Friday night or Saturday night. He records. He produces. Uh, if you want CJ to help you out, and I think you could, you should. If you're recording a record, CJ's your man. Uh, go see Mike. If you want, if you want information, uh, just get at me, and I'll, I'll hook you up with it. I want to remind you, uh, Bama Pamba Vintage, B A M A P A N A Vintage. Always a 15% discount with the uh, the online code SCOTCH and red light, red light. Go there. Best beer beer place in Orlando. Right on uh, 2810 Korean Drive in beautiful Audubon Park. Mention that uh, we uh, we said come in. It probably won't get you anything but a really good, sweet smile from the kids behind the bar. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, hey, subscribe. That would help us out. And there's a little button on iTunes. It's got a little star next to it. Give us some stars if you like it. Give us five stars. That helps us out more than you think it would. And uh, if you don't like it, then just don't tell anybody. Uh, uh, scottsgoodconversation.com. If you want to listen to our past uh, podcasts, you want to email us at scottsgoodconversation at gmail.com. 407-965-5557. That's our phone number. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Vote for us for Orlando's Best Podcast. Uh, thanks again. You're the man. I love you. Thank you, dude. We are new friends. You guys take care. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>